Welcome everybody. We are live. We are live. My name is Jason Aponte. I am Andrew Pasquini. We're working. That's it. We're working over here. That's it. Let's go Niners. Let's go Niners. Sprint ride option. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain. New episode of Sprint Ride Option Podcast. I am Andrew Pasquini, joined as always by Jason Aponte. And, uh, you know, some of you may have seen the uh, post-game stream we did yesterday, Jason. Uh, I hope you guys did because that was – it was fun. It was chaotic. It was a lot of emotions. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Uh, This is the cleaned-up version of that where we're actually going to talk about the game and and, and everything that happened – uh, so we're happy you guys are here, Matt. Thank you very much. Uh, I'd love to see your name there, Jason. How are you doing on this lovely uh Monday of a wild card weekend week? Riding a high still, yeah. and I'm not coming down for two more days. I'm not, I'm, re- I'm resigning myself to any show that I'm on, whether it's my own, anybody else's. We're just gonna have fun talking about this game, and mm-hmm. then all eyes will shift on where the next game is because I don't want to let this game go. It's like that moment where it's like, I don't want to stop talking about this game. I don't want to have to move on because the next bunch of nerves and anxiety will come with the next game. But I want to hold on to this one and I want to talk about it. And this is going to be one of those games that when we do, Oh, a throwback review episode of a game. This is one of those games, man. This is one of those games. And, you know, I, I made the point on the post-game show, Jordan gave me pushback, that this was up there with Week 17 against Seattle. This is the most memorable, in my opinion, game for the 49ers in a long time. And that includes that game. Just because of the circumstances, right? That Seattle game was you're yeah. trying to overcome the hump. But you were winning all of that game. 17 nothing with a guy with a messed up thumb? Come on, man. So we got a lot to talk about, but I'm just trying to ride this high. Everybody that's in here right now, thank you guys for pulling up. I see a lot of the same names that we have in here. We appreciate you guys. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. This week is going to be jam-packed with content as we prepare for the first time that the Sprint Ride Option Podcast and Jason Aponte's YouTube channel will be covering a playoff team. Andrew, how does that feel? I did. It's electric. It's going back and just looking at the season. I've been thinking about it because, you know, this is this is kind of a new year of sorts, right? The season's over uh, where, where the Niners are going to the playoffs, all that fun stuff. But reflecting on what this season was, uh, Ryan, thank you for the donation. Uh, the hat is fire, Jason. I said that before the stream. Appreciate that. Uh, and and Masters, Masters of Aura wants to know how many 49er has do I have? Do you know? I don't know. And I have a lot. A lot. Sorry. I, I used to have more. I made this shift from flat brims to, to dad hats. Uh, Chris, thank I've you got for them the donation. All. I've got them all. Dads, flats, fitted, snaps. It's whatever, man. I, I need to get more Niner dad hats. That's all. Um, but I, I was really thinking about that game yesterday. And I, I kind of said it on the the pod, you know, what we did last night, the post-game show and all that. Um, that game last night was kind of a microcosm of the season. Uh, a little bit of all the adversity, the slow start. The Niners started two and four. Slow start in the game yesterday. They're down 17 to zero. Uh, they they kind of bounce back, um, you know, and, and come back kind of in the middle of the season. And then at the very end, they pulled it together just like they did. And I mean, you had the whole defense struggling on third downs, defense shutting them down. G- good Jimmy, bad Jimmy. Uh, Debo throwing, running, uh, catch in all the fun stuff and and this game had a little bit of everything and and uh, that <laughs> i've been trying to think of the three stars all, all all for 24 hours now i've been trying to think of the three stars um <laughs> yeah, <Jay. laughs> eddie i'm sorry great. i was i was turned up yesterday he was jason was very turned up yesterday um and, and so <sighs> this team is going to the playoffs and that's all that matters and 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 I feel like Jason, you said it yesterday too. We could talk about the interceptions all we want and, and all the bad things, but realistically, man, we're here to talk about a team that did enough to win yesterday and a team that's going to the playoffs and not only going to the playoffs, but going into the playoffs against 
one of the most reckon one of the most recognizable rivalries in sports history. We won't talk about it yet, but uh, it's kind of a whirlwind of emotions the past twenty four hours with, with with this team. It's been it's been fun. It's just the way that game happened and the way it started. And look, I'm not gonna kill any 49er fan that was yelling for a quarterback change or they thought the game was over. Sean McVay thought the game was over. That's why he was running into the end zone. So it wasn't just you that felt that way. But I'm so glad that this was the one game of the year where I didn't reactionary tweet everything, right? When things happen, I literally sent, okay, okay, all right. That's it. That's all I sent. Trying to keep myself subdued to make sure that I stay level-headed, that I don't have any issues, like, right? (laughs) But that was me just trying to calm myself down more than anything. I was more Mm -hmm. nervous about that than anything. So everything was not trying to be too reactionary. And because if you look at my tweets during games, I can cold take myself 12 times in a game, per game. It's easy. It's easy to do. Right. It's very easy to do. But not – and you know what? I'm not going to sit here and act like – Man, I knew the entire time because it didn't look good. But when you get three going into the half and then Debo Samuel scores that touchdown, that's it. That's when you're like, man, it's a game now. And then my philosophy that I've been preaching about all week about how the Rams, when you punch them, they don't punch back. They want to go home. Yeah. It happened. It happened. And that's it. It wasn't – it's not – well, it is. Kyle knows McVay. Kyle knows Raheem Morris. Yeah. But their style, the Rams are not built like that. And when the game and push comes to shove, they take the ball and go home. And I was kind of happy that that happened. A lot of people were hitting me on Twitter like, bro, you, you kind of called that one out. It's true. Look at how they play against winning teams. Mm-hmm. You can beat up on the Jacksonville Jaguars all you want. I don't care. It, it creates such an interesting playoff matchup, too, between them and the Cardinals because it, it's two teams that – and obviously this is a conversation about Saturday now, but it's it's two teams that are really struggling, and, and it's really going to be a survival of the fittest between those two teams. Um, Brittany, thank you for the donation. 100% of Benjamin Sutter should go to Ayuk and ST. Um, yeah, I mean, sure, yeah. Um, but in terms of, I mean, the place we're obviously going to start, Jason, is, is Jimmy Garoppolo, is is what he did. And it's the ride that is Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Is the interceptions that happened in the first half uh, or even the second half. He had the one in the second half. But he came through at the end. He came through at the end as he does more often than not. I mean, people obviously – like to talk about the Super Bowl, but in 2019, all season, he was he was clutch down the stretch, uh, fourth quarter games, moments like that. He was clutch the whole time. Uh, and, and we saw it again. We saw it again yesterday, but maybe with more of a mix. This, this was pretty much, I think you said it yesterday, this was the Bengals game. This was pretty much the Bengals game for Garoppolo. Um, I just think this time on an upteenth level because it's against a division rival and the playoffs are on the line. Yeah. And I don't care how it got there. That's I don't the care. thing. I don't care either. But they did it. He did it. Um, Look, who cares? And that's what I've been talking about all week. I don't care how you get it done. Get it done. And the decision that people were upset about is – Correct. Yeah. True. They got it right. They nailed it. And that's it. So for the people, Kyle Shanahan's got to go. Uh oh. Uh, look at what happened. Slow down. And this is why Kyle wanted him. He trusted him, and it worked. It may not be perfect, and it may have given you. Heart palpitations. My watch told me four times your heart is racing 120 BPMs and you haven't breathed and, you haven't, and, and you're not in and you're not active. But it worked. 
And the same thing that I'm going to say about Jimmy Garoppolo, I just said on Rob's school show, which is great. And I implore you guys to check that out. The criticisms aren't, they don't go away and they're not wrong. But if you cannot praise this man for what he just did, then you have an issue. Those criticisms are still valid this morning, but that praise needs to be there for what mm-hmm. he did. Uh, in the face of impossibilities with that thumb, 88 yards to send the game to overtime, that ball to Debo Samuel, which Jalen Ramsey couldn't get to, which missed his fingertips, that throw will live rent-free in my mind for a long time. And I am going to go out on a limb in a prisoner of the moment take. That is the best throw in Jimmy Garoppolo's 49ers tenure. When you look at magnitude, when you look at where it was, the little shoulder shimmy was enough to get Jalen Ramsey away, and then you zipped it in to Debo Samuel, and also Debo Samuel and Jimmy G were on the same page. That route's supposed to go to the sideline. He stopped it. He knew what his quarterback was thinking. The quarterback put it on him. And then Debo Samuel did the rest. That is the best throw that Jimmy Garoppolo has had as a San Francisco 49er. And I am on the hill and I'm prepared to die here. I, I think I think you're right. Because I mean, they're they're I mean, what other throws are we comparing? Like the third and 16 to Bourne against the Rams and 19? Like Garoppolo doesn't have as, as many signature throws as he does signature get the ball to the receiver so the receiver can get the get the yardage, kind of like the George Kittle play. Um, that I think what we saw yesterday was his signature throw, and I, I think you're absolutely right, Jason. And, and just the little things he he did throughout that game. Um, that drive right before halftime cannot be forgotten. Um, you know, they, they start – at the 15 and, and he takes five plays to get the Niners a field goal range. And um, real quick, I'm sorry. Counterpoint flying Batman. No. Does that okay, yeah. Th- th- that's Friday flying Batman. Thank you. Does that, oh, oh, is this marketing pro? It might be. It might um, be. Look, but, bro, uh, look, bro. No, look, bro. You pulled up to the show. We talk about what we want. So don't tell us what to talk about. We are talking about a game <laughs> right after. So, yeah. Respectfully, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're like you can't forget that drive because it, it's it's I guess to put it in basketball terms, the two for one, right? Is is they get the three points right before the half. Now it's a two possession game going into half. And if you can get a touchdown on that drive, all of a sudden it's a seven point game with remaining with the third or the remaining of the game laid out totally fine. And, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, I get it. The interception was there. The, the, all that stuff happened, but at the end of the day, when the Niners needed him, they got him. And it, it's, it's incredible that, that he seems to take this team to the brink of death and pull them back more often than not. And, and it's, it's weird. And, I don't know if I like, I, I know we've, you've definitely had better quarterbacks in your 49ers life than I have, Jason. I, you know, I've had Kaepernick, you got to see young and, and all of them. Um, I don't think any quarterback makes me feel the way Jimmy Garoppolo makes me feel because of, of how he gives you both extremes in one game. Uh, but, but here, here we are like, like Jimmy Garoppolo saves the day and that's, that's what it is. And yes, I get, he had all the help from all his receivers, but when it comes down to it, the Niners needed five plays and 88 or they needed 88 yards. And Jimmy Garoppolo got it in five plays and the Niners go to overtime and, and win the game. Here's what I have to say about what happened. And, oh, you know, he's digging himself out of the hole that he's in. Counterpoint. What is that, Andrew? Something's bouncing around. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, counterpoint. Many people have to come back when things don't go right. Now, whether that's because you have not played well or the defense hasn't played well, 
right? Like Matthew Stafford leads the world in fourth quarter comebacks and game winning drives. Mm-hmm. How many of those are because he played horribly through three quarters and had to dig himself out of that? Or his defense didn't play well. If you're in a comeback portion of the game, usually things didn't go your way one way or another, whether that's your play or the game didn't. So I don't understand this argument about, well, he's just, he's digging himself out of the hole. That's what the come, that's why it's called a comeback. Yeah. That's why it's called a comeback. So again, the criticisms are not wrong. They don't go away. But if you cannot objectively give this man credit with that messed up thumb in that game of that magnitude and being down 17 nothing, and then to do what he did in overtime, then you're lost. You're lost. And that's the problem. Is you can still feel the same way that you felt about Jimmy Garoppolo 72 hours before while also being able to give the man credit. Yes. Why can't you give credit? That's the problem. Uh, um, yeah, thank, thank you for the donation. Jimmy's Eli Manning 2.0, heroically frustrating. Yeah, that's a good comparison. Uh, Jimmy's best anticipatory throw was that Emmanuel Sanders throw against the Cardinals. I agree with that, too. That's up there, too. Um, but yeah, man, Jimmy Garoppolo is is an enigma. I've said it before. Thank you. Know your personnel for the donation with you, Ponte. I'm in an NFC trash talk group on Facebook, and they told me to move on because I'm trolling the lambs. I said not till Wednesday. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Can I talk about this real quick? Rams fans, we're not getting up off your neck. Sorry. <laughs> Y'all wanted all the smoke. We had some bozo in here in all our comments, right? Montana Stafford, right? Was that his name? Matthew Montana? Matthew Montana. What happened? Where y'all at? I miss Marketing Pro. Hey, look. I do miss Marketing Pro. He was, he was I forgive, but I don't forget. And trust me, <laughs> I'm not getting up off the Rams until Wednesday. Then yeah. eyes will move to the Dallas Cowboys. But Which I is am a whole not other up. thing. I am not getting up off the Rams. Will you stop? No way. And they were, they were talking crazy. And if you don't believe that that game mattered the most to them, let me point out two things. One, Sean McVay acted like he just lifted the Lombardi in the second quarter and ran into the end zone. The McVay celebration is Hold insane. up. Two. Two. Check this one out. Two. The Rams won the NFC West, and their locker room was like they just lost a playoff berth. They didn't yeah. pop one bottle, yeah. didn't wear one. That's a hat and T-shirt game. Yeah. You didn't wear one That's hat. A I didn't even think about that. You didn't wear that one hat, hat and one T-shirt. Y'all, they sat in there like they just lost. <laughs> like, you, and you expect me, you expect me to let that slide? What are you talking about? They wanted that game more than anything. Yeah. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially with the 17-0 lead. Like, that that, that was a team there to win. And, and the nine, like, honestly, out of all the teams in the playoff right now, I feel like the one you got, I mean, other maybe the Eagles because the Eagles lost 51 to 26 or whatever it was. Um, but the Rams can't feel can't feel good at all right now walking into the playoffs, right? Thank, <laughs> Brittany, thank thank you, Brittany. We appreciate you, Brittany. <laughs> no, but you know why they can't feel good? Two things. The Ram the Rams are owned by the 49ers. Okay. Nice. And then yeah. And they don't beat winning teams. And now you are going into a situation where all you're going to face is winning teams. The Rams could be one and done. And I think this game was was their litmus test as to how far they feel they can go. Yeah. The 49ers have beaten winning teams. And they just did in their house. No, wait. My bad. The 49ers are going to have to play a few road games before a home Super Bowl game. You see what I did there? I, I do. So, yes, um, the Rams are defeated mentally because they needed to prove something to themselves, and that's it. And they can't, right? No winning teams, and the 49ers still own you. If Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears, then Kyle Shanahan owns Raheem Morris and Sean McVay. 
Uh, tomorrow, y'all should dedicate, tomorrow y'all should dedicate the whole show recapping the Rams sweep. We on the next smoking pack Statford. I love just it. An, I lo- just an episode. We could go, we could go one episode a day covering all six losses. Uh McVeigh running into that end zone like he won the Super Bowl in the second quarter. Jen, uh, thank you for the donation and thank everybody for all the donations. Yes. How is that not a flag? Uh, that's what I was wondering. I I didn't know, I, and I wasn't sure if I was being the salty. Like my favorite team is down seventeen to nothing, and I see something I think is wrong. Like where's the flag? That was I thought. I mean, Sean uh, Sean Payton in New Orleans got called for one just like that, not celebrating but arguing with the ref. He came out that far. It, it was wild. Um, I, I don't know how that was in a flag though. But hey, neither near, here nor there. Um, another name I think. We should talk about uh, outside of Garoppolo, D'Amico Ryan's. The Madman did it again. The Madman did it again. It was a very slow start, uh, seventeen nothing, um, and then the Rams just stopped being able to move the ball. Mm. Um, it's almost like they got punched in the mouth and couldn't punch back or something. Mm. That's Man. weird. Mm. We're having fun with this one. No, you know what? I want to find that Dante Whitner clip where he was yelling about Akella Weatherspoon, and I want to apply it to the Rams. I don't know if you guys remember that. This was after the Miami game. Frustrations were high last year. Brian Allen. Brian and, Allen, yeah. Yeah, and Dante Witherspoon, Dante Witherspoon, Dante Whitner was talking about Akella Weatherspoon. And he was like, let's, he's like, let's be real. Akella Weatherspoon's soft, okay? S-O-F-T, soft, okay? No, that's the Rams. That's the Rams. That's where I got that from. That's the Dante Whitner reference. But <laughs> look... I'm not a homer, bro. It's about about watching their games against winning teams. And that was easy to point out. I feel like that was an obvious thing. That's not some deep film study or anything like that. Yeah. The Packers did it to them. They Whenever there's a good team in your way, and those divisional games, toss those out, right? Because the Rams, the Rams lost twice last year, and what, they made the playoffs? And the 49ers didn't. Yeah. So toss those games out. Just because in your division you're a winning team, I don't count those because you have that team's number. You face them twice a year. I'm talking about when you face out of divisional play winning teams, Packers, Chiefs, any of those teams. Can you win those games? Mm-hmm. You can't because you're not yeah. built like that. And, and, and looking at the Rams' schedule too, I mean, just to pound home Jason's point, uh, their losses this season were the Cardinals, the Titans, two playoff teams, the Niners, a playoff team, the Packers, a playoff team, and the Niners, a playoff team. Their wins were the Bears, not a playoff team, Colts, no, Buccaneers, yes, Seahawks, no, Giants, no, Lions, no, Texans, no, uh, Jaguars, no. They beat the Cardinals, so that's a yes. Uh, they beat one playoff team this season. The Cardinals. The Rams have beat one playoff team this season. That's what I'm saying, but that's a divisional game. Or so, two, all right, two, there was the Buccaneers. There, right, so there was a tweet floating around. There's a tweet floating around. It's pretty funny, right? And it says this: Pete Carroll owns Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. Sean McVay owns Pete Carroll. Cliff Kingsbury owns Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, perfect. The NFC, the NFC West is wild. Perfect. It, it really is. Um, and I mean, you saw it yesterday. I mean, you see how much chaos was caused just within the division. The Cardinals, the Cardinals losing to the Seahawks, it's just a microcosm. It's I don't know why I'm flickering. I don't know what's going on with my setup, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, You've been popping in and out real quick, but I got you. where. Where do you want to go from here? Where do you want to go from here? We got the Garoppolo talk out. We we, we could talk the defense a little bit. Where Where do you want to go? Let's bury the lead a little bit more. Um, there's somebody that I really want to talk about, but let's talk about Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Some tough physical runs yesterday. And here's the funny part. You start the game with outside zones. That's not working. The Rams are ready for that. And then you go back to inside zones, and then it starts to work. But if you watch the initial meeting with the Rams – Everything was in between the tackles with Elijah Mitchell. And it wasn't big yeah. gash runs. They were three yards. 27 for 91, I believe, is what he finished with. That's about three yards a clip. 21 for 85. Um, yeah. yeah. So 
sometimes Kyle Shanahan needs to snap back, right? Like, so basically, and Rob pointed this out on his show, so I'm not going to steal his take. I want to make sure that he gets it. Rob School, uh, you guys should definitely, you know, I'm sure you're subscribed to him. Best setup, best camera. That man is clear as day whenever I'm on his show. I can't even believe how clear he is. But it's almost like Kyle was like, okay, so we beat you this way, inside running. Now I'm going to hit you outside. But Raheem Morris is ready for that. And then he went right back and he snapped back to reality and went on in the inside zone. It felt like every single time that Elijah Mitchell was caught behind the line of scrimmage, it was the best three yard run I've ever seen in my life. It was the best four or five, six, seven, eight yard run because yeah. he's knocking through guys. Elijah Mitchell has been spectacular this season. And you guys know my stance and everybody's going to kill me. That's fine. I'm not backing off of it, but that doesn't stop me from praising the best rookie running back the 49ers have ever had ever in one season. That's not even, you know, what's funny. Elijah Mitchell's rushing yard total is the highest since Carlos Hyde for any running back. No, since really? Carlos Hyde, since Carlos Hyde. Yes. Huh. yes. Yeah. They've had good running backs, but they haven't had any really and true think, every carry and, guy. Yeah. And think about it. Raheem mostly popped off at the end of the year. He didn't end up with 900-something yards. That's the thing. This is truly a special season from Elijah Mitchell, and the 49ers have found something in a six-round pick. Mm-hmm. Crazy, man. Here, here's here's something that's fun. If you take his last five games uh, that he's played, week 10, week 12, week 13, he missed a couple, 17 and 18. He had 20-plus carries in all of those games. Uh, if you take his numbers from those five games, put it over a 16-game average, uh, it would have been 378 carries for 1,500 yards. So, like, his last five games, like, if you expand that over a season, have been insane. Uh, it's 118 carries, 494 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, uh, I, and we're, we're obviously going to talk about another guy who, who, without him, this offense isn't working. We know who that is. Elijah Mitchell is – is the secondary piece that makes it work. I mean, with the consistency, he he offered so much consistency at running back this season that the Niners haven't had in, in one running back because they've had to go to multiple guys to get that production. Um, yeah, I, it, this, is, this is definitely one of the best, if not the best, rookie running season from a Niner, that, 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 at least in my life for sure. Um, I, I can't speak for people before that, but he's been insane. And, and you mentioned the runs where – it's three yards. He had one where he was four yards behind the line of scrimmage, two grams on him, and he got, I think, three yards from it. So what what he's done has been insane. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm happy you talked talked on him because in terms of numbers, 21 carries, 85 yards, kind of a pedestrian-looking game. But you got you to gotta see what those plays were to really understand how good he was. Yep. And I love Javante Williams, but Elijah Mitchell is really good, so – We'll just leave it at that. Let's move on. I got another guy I want to talk about. about uh, Debo? No, no, no. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. There's a receiver on this team that had his best receiving day of the season. Do you know his name? Uh, is it Jawan Jennings? Nope. Someone else. Oh, it's not even Jawan Jennings? Oh, is, is it Ayuk? Yes. Yeah. 103 yeah. yards. Hey, man. Yeah, look, Jennings, we'll get to Jennings. We'll, we'll get, get to Jennings. Jennings. We'll get to Jennings. I'm talking about the starting pieces. Mm-hmm. What are the things that people fear when you get to the playoffs? Two things. A team hitting on all cylinders and a team that is getting healthy. Well, Brandon Ayuk has stacked his two best receiving days back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Two different quarterbacks. Next week against the Dallas Cowboys, I expect Aziz Al-Shair. I expect Kwan Williams. The only unknown right now is Jaquaski Tart. But this defense is going to be as healthy as it's been all year. Drake mm-hmm. Greenlaw was back. I am happy for Brandon Ayuk. Continues to make plays. And is peaking at the right time. Again, Super Bowls have been won not by the better team, but by who's healthy and clicking. 
And I know I'm getting ahead of myself because there's a game to be played this week. But the 49ers are what we wanted them to be going into this playoffs. Mm-hmm. The team nobody wants to play. Yep. Run defense. The 49ers, and this is Jordan Elliott's stat of Niners Nation. Shout out to him. Rich Madrid, too. Eight of the nine games in the beginning of the season, 100-yard rushers. The 49ers have had one since. One. Sonny Michel was unstoppable the last few weeks. Cam Akers was back. We're supposed to be we're supposed to be scared about Cam Akers. You know, coming off an Achilles, that's not going to be a problem. He's not going to be ready to go. I don't understand why people were running with that. The fact that he was on the field was a miracle. Yeah. No, nobody yeah. was afraid of what he was going to do. That man needs to get on the field more. But this team is peaking at the right time. And so is Brandon Ayuk. Because it's a beautiful thing. People obviously know who's the engine, who, you know, the MVP of this team. But if Brandon Ayuk is this guy, one, we didn't like the way that he was treated earlier in the year, but can you argue with the with the results right now? Nope. No. And if this team is peaking at the right time, and that includes the number two receiver on this team, who could probably be a one on many other player on many other teams. Yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah. You're in trouble. So yeah, I want to talk about Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, he he's been he's been so good down the stretch, and and he keeps he shows stretches of why I still consider him physically the best receiver on this team. Uh, obviously, I think Debo is an offensive weapon. I guess I don't know. It, the the Niners' offense is so hard to dissect and kind of talk about all the. I mean, it's easy, but it's also hard to talk about how they use people. Uh, but Brandon Ayuk has we got we got a Cowboy fan. Yes. No, no, no. Can I get can I get him real quick? Can I get him? Uh, can can I, I, we're not okay. Right, just real quick. Just real quick. Just real quick. Just real quick. Got you. Just real quick. Real fast. Real quick. NFC West, four teams, three in the playoffs. Yeah. NFC East, Joe Judge, the Giants, the Washington Football Team. The Philadelphia Eagles, Godspeed, young man, and let the let the comments go get you. Hey, NFC West I, is much better than the NFC East. Will you be quiet? Hey, I hope we see you, Texas boy, on Friday though, because we we like our we like our opposing fans here, because uh, it's, it's always fun to Don Bird, Don Bird the legend. Shout out Don. Vic Bird. Vic Fangio owned you <laughs> in your stadium. What What's the hell, Fangio, Fangio running over there? What's Fangio running over there, man? He's running man match. He's taking away all the crossers, man. Jay Jason raised his hand. Yes, it's uh he learned that from Vish. Learned that from oh, yeah. Vish. Remember when Vish remember when Vish was on the pot, he would raise his hand when he was ready to talk. I love him. Um I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the other receiver. Uh not the not the uh other receiver that we can talk about. I'm gonna talk about Debo Samuel. Um oh, perfect passer rating, 158.3. Uh eight, eight carries, 45 yards, a touchdown, four receptions, 95 yards. The I mean the play that Got the Niners in a position to score and, and tie it to take it to overtime. Um, he's an offensive weapon. And, and I mean, I, I, I don't really have anything to add that we haven't said already this season. It, it's just what he's meant for this offense. And we've said the same variation of, of this thing. Um, got, him, got him. Own him. Own him. Own him, Chris. Own him. And yes, yes. Uh, thank you for the donation, Chris. Um, there's there's nothing we can really say about Debo Samuel that we haven't said already. Um, he he makes the offense go. He's the he's their MVP. He's their MVP, and it's not close. Um, but we finally got to see him complete a pass, and it was a touchdown, and it was a huge play. So I'm very take happy. your victory that take your victory. Hey that. man, hey, it's just Shanahan trying to get his guy MVP votes. You want quarterbacks? Well, I got a quarterback who can also run. I I, I decided I found that stat. Um, only seasons in NFL history with eight re- rushing touchdowns, one passing touchdown, and six receiving touchdowns was uh, Debo Samuel and Gale Sayers. So Debo Samuel had a very unique year, um, and, and that's why I think, to me, yeah, Cooper Cup's the better receiver, uh, but in terms of overall offensive weapon, we haven't seen we we technically we literally haven't seen that since the days of Gale, Gale Sayers. We had somebody in my comments on YouTube. How dare you say that Debo Samuel means more than Cooper Cup? And I don't even know if he sounds like that. 
Now you see. You literally know who's going to get the ball. And you can't do a damn thing about it. That's why. Different. Built different. Cooper Cup can put up all those stats. He had an yeah. extra game. Guess what? He didn't even beat Megatron's record. Damn, B. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. You tried. You tried, though. That was cute. And you also had more targets. You had, like, 800 more targets than the next guy behind you. And you still couldn't get it done, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Listen. Impact on the game, empty stats. Don't need them. I promise you, don't need them. Debo Samuel, more valid, more valuable than Cooper Cup. Running back, touchdown. Passing touchdown. <laughs> Nuts on the line, big money catch. Yeah. Biggest was, play was, of the season. I was kind of hoping he'd get the touchdown to tie it. So he had a game where he had a rushing, passing, and receiving touchdown. I'm sure that hasn't happened a ton. Um I, I guess the last name on offense I'll mention too is Jawan Jennings. Go for um, it. He is quickly becoming my favorite 49er. Um, you know, he he gets – I can't remember if he was drafted or undrafted last year. He's practice squad player all year. Um, and he slowly gets his chance throughout the season. And, and to me – and I haven't seen the tape yet. I don't know what the Niners are running on that play exactly. I need – I'm sure Rich will give me an answer when It's when a I dagger ask. variation. But it, it sure as hell to my untrained eye seemed like Kyle Shanahan had the trust in Jawan Jennings to be the guy that Brandon Ayuk is clearing space out for. It's like the, well, the, the season is on the line, and, and Kyle Shanahan draws up a play to get the ball to Jawan Jennings. That's trust, man. Well – it was the same sort of play that they ran to Kittle that ended up in an interception. And they went back to the look, and the Rams, they blew the coverage. Yeah. Let's just keep it a buck. So, but here's what I want to say about Juwan Jennings. Kyle Shanahan, you have your big slot that you crave. You wanted this to be Jalen Hurd. You wanted it so bad that you brought Muhammad Sanu back. But now, it's the guy you drafted two years ago in the sixth round that you describe as a guy who will get into a fight with anybody. And now it's rounding into shape. Mm -hmm. Jawan Jennings' role is to be what Kendrick Bourne was last yep. year. Catch the, catch the balls on third downs, make the big plays. But now you have a guy with a bigger catch radius. And I love Kendrick Bourne, but you have a guy who's a little bit tougher, a little bit stronger, a little bit meaner. Run blocks. 49ers got something here, man. And clearly, Jimmy Garoppolo trusts him. But this was Juwan Jennings' best game. Mm -hmm. And Kyle Shanahan, you've been dying for your big slot. You got him. You got him. Here it is. This is what you wanted for Jalen Hurd. This is what you wanted from Muhammad Sanu. And who knew? It was on your roster the entire time. And you got it. Here we go. Again, this offense becomes damn hard to stop when you're talking about Ayuk. Kittle didn't do much in terms of catching the ball in this game. Ayuk, Debo, now Jawan Jennings is contributing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's rounding in shape, baby. You know, like I'm, that, that, uh, that, oh, it's coming in. I love it when a plan comes together. Yep. It's happening. Yeah. And, and I mean, hopefully, I, as I said, we haven't seen the tape yet, Jason, but I mean, part of it is I'm, I'm assuming Kittle probably was back to block which part of the issue is, um, you know, Trent Williams is out yesterday, so he had to pull Kittle into block. We'll see. I'm curious to see if that was the case. But yeah, Jawan Jennings, career and season high. It's his rookie year. So uh, career highs in target receptions, yards, and touchdowns yesterday. Julio, thank you for the donation, buddy. What's up, guys? Yo, if Jimmy can play respectfully, in parentheses, don't turn the ball over, and we stick to what works. We hit that NFC Championship, 49ers equal talent. Here's what's funny about that, Julio. You're absolutely right. But that's the formula kind of for everybody. No quarterback can really turn the ball over and say that you have a good chance of winning the game. Not Aaron Rodgers, not Tom Brady. I understand they don't have the propensity to do that. That's one thing, and I understand where you're coming from with that. But that's the formula for everybody. The only reason that it's the formula more for the 49ers is because of the decisions you see sometimes. But the Jimmy Garoppolo experience, man, Again, I will describe it as this way. 
It's a roller coaster. When it's done, you just hope you don't puke. And this time, you got off of the roller coaster and you were like, man, what a ride. That was awesome. Ups, down. You puked and puked a little bit here and there, but yeah. You puked in your mouth, but you held it down. You held it down and then you got off at the end. You're like, that was pretty electric. Um, If we're talking, I mean, listen, I'm not going to go too far into the future. Um, But if we're talking NFC champion chances, championship game chances, you really want the Eagles to win next week. That that that's all I'm gonna say there is because if the Eagles win next week, you're either going to Arizona or you're going to Los Angeles, and you avoid Lambeau Field for another week. Um, um I am not the smartest man in the world, but I've got the Bucks winning that game. So, oh yeah, no, I, I think the Bucks won that game too. But the the only team the Niners can't play is the the Buccaneers, and so if the Buccaneers win. And the Niners win, no matter the winner of the Rams-Cardinals, the Niners go to Lambeau next week. But that's beyond the point. We're talking about the Rams game here. Um, in a Jamaican, Jamaican boy, thank you for the In a perfect world, could Hurd re- replicate Debo's production? I don't think so. Um, I don't Jamaican think boy, so. The, the thing that I think that they thought Jalen Hurd could be in terms – Oh, he's me, talking me, in pass. Okay. I was right. Confused. Let me – let me phrase this correctly. In terms of utilization, not production. Listen to me. Utilization, not production. If you look at how the 49ers wanted to use Jalen Hurd, just watch how the Pittsburgh Steelers utilize Chase Claypool. Listen to the words. Utilize, not production. Utilize. Sometimes outside, Sometimes inside, jet sweeps, all of those things. If you watch the one game that Jalen Hurd was used this preseason in against the Raiders, they literally used him in the same exact fashion that Chase Claypool was used. Listen to the words. Utilization, production, not the same thing. They want to utilize. They wanted to utilize. Jalen Hurd, the same way as Chase Claypool. But you would never get the production of Chase Claypool because Chase Claypool is better than Jalen Hurd. There's some people out there that didn't understand that the first time that I said it. So that's why I am reiterating it over and over and over. But if you watch that one game and you watch any Pittsburgh Steelers game, you'll notice Chase Claypool end arounds, jet sweeps, Sometimes inside, closer to the line. So, sometimes the outside receiver where they throw jump balls. That's exactly what the 49ers envisioned for Jalen Hurt. Didn't work. Should have drafted Terry McLaurin. But I, I understand the sentiment. So the answer here for me, Jamaican boy, is no. Um, Debo Samuel just does too much. And that was probably a long-winded way to get around that. I was just I just had to get that off my chest. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like I've said that before and people are like, this guy just said that Jalen Hurd is Chase Claypool. I didn't say that. You're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm saying how he's utilized is the same exact thing. Um, I don't think Jalen Hurd's ever has has been picked up yet, uh, Tim. Um, um Jason, uh, hold up. Twenty times more. Utilized. Utilization. Utilized. <laughs> utilization. Utilized. Okay. There, there's five. Um, I think I'm good. Um, I mean. You good with three stars? We ready? Or you got any names you want to mention? We got defense. We got defense. We got de- oh my god, we forgot defense. Ambry Thomas. I'm gonna start with him. I'm just gonna Go. start with Ambry. Go. Um, he's the guy we picked on, and I mean, we even us this podcast, we were pretty low on him. Uh, coming out, starting, he he struggled early. Uh, boy, were we wrong because he he has come up clutch the last three four games, and it, it's so fitting that he's the one that gets to put away interception. Again, this is Croc sentiment, and this is absolutely true. Um, he just needed that one confidence booster. Um, just to real quick clean this up, Jamaican boy, but they said he was the best offensive player. That's BS. Yes, that's BS. I don't think uh, that was what he was, but that's okay. I mean, if they did say that, they're wrong. We're talking Amber Thomas. No, I think he's talking about um, Jalen Hurts, though. Yeah, I know he's talking Jalen Hurts, but we're, we're, we're yeah. talking Ambry. Well, just to answer that, that's that's yeah. complete BS because it's obviously Debo Samuel and Brendan Ayuk is light years ahead of Jalen Hurts. But anyway, um, Ambry Thomas just needed that, right? Like 
he was in position on many, many plays. And that's half the battle. But the confidence to go up and get it, that's where the interception comes into play. Andrew, let me ask you a question. Yes. Rookies get better with reps? It's weird. You, you know what I was thinking, actually, is Ambry Thomas is – and I need to word this loosely because it's not a bar-for-bar bar thing. He's the defensive version of Trey Lance, if you think about it. Um, he he wasn't – he's not going to play because of the depth above him. Uh, then injury started to happen. He started to play. And he, he ended up being the Trey Lance of the defense because he – Everybody's saying Trey Lance needs to play. Trey Lance needs to play. Get those reps. Get those reps. Get those reps. Ambry Thomas got those reps. Got those reps. Got those reps. And we're seeing how good he's gotten. And I'm not trying to say he's he's a top tier cornerback right now because he, he's not. You know, he's still a rookie. He's still learning. But but the reps you've definitely seen how much better he's gotten week in and week out. Sin, thank you. We appreciate you. Sin, enjoy Dallas. And be loud and be red because don't sell your playoff tickets. You can't stop this train. You can't stop this train. We're gonna there's gonna be as many 49er fans as you saw the last time that 49ers invaded yeah. Jerry World. Enjoy your time out there, stay safe, enjoy the game, and uh we'll talk about our analysis with that game, but enjoy your travel. Thank you, Sam. We appreciate you. Um, but yeah, so so I mean that that's really all I wanted to say on Ambry. You just you've seen the improvement. Um, and 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 he's he he's just he's been so so good uh the past couple of weeks. Another name, uh, I'll let you cook on this one because he's a name that we've defended a bit. Eric Armstead, two and a half sacks yesterday. Oh, look at that. <laughs> let me ask you a question, guys. Now we're gonna do defensive line wins. Is DeForest Buckner in the playoffs? Hey, that was my joke yesterday. I'm stealing it. <laughs> Is DeForest Buckner in the playoffs? Oh, he's not? Damn. <laughs> no, Eric Armstead had a baller-ass game. He did. Yes. And again, on Rob's show, someone asked, can Eric Armstead be the Justin Smith to Nick Bosa's Alden Smith and get him more one-on-one looks. I flipped it. Nick Bosa is Justin Smith, and Eric Armstead is Alden Smith now because he gets to play inside, and everybody's worried about Nick Bosa. Eric Armstead has been playing phenomenal in the run game, had a timely sack in this game, played very well, especially clutch time when you needed it. Eric Armstead's fine, man. He's fine. And look, I get it. You want DeForest Buckner? I already told you who to blame. That's not John Lynch. That's not Kyle Shanahan. That's your boy Parag, the wizard. The guy who picks coaches with a computer. The the guy who picked Nolan over Holmgren because the computer told him to. That's a true fact. That's not even me making Mm -hmm. that up. That's your boy Parag, though. That's your boy, your wizard. One of 32 cap guys that every single team has. That's who you blame for DeForest Buckner not being here. Yeah. Not anybody else. They could have Eric, made Eric, Armstead. Eric Armstead's been balling, man. And yeah. uh, I'm happy for him, man. I'm happy for him. This pass rush. Pass is rush now is a hole. Getting into shape. And now you look. This pass rush is starting to be the crux of everything, right? Again, what travels in January? Pass rush, running game. 49ers have one. Now they got two. That's why you don't want to play them. Let's take some of these donations real quick, though. Yes. Um, Jamaican boy, if Lenore didn't have vid, would he have played over Dante? Uh, mm-hmm. if, uh, oh, COVID. If he didn't have COVID. Yeah, I'm assuming COVID. Um, I don't know, man. I think they really like Dante Johnson. And yeah, you know, yeah. look, some of his physical limitations, he shouldn't be covering Cooper Cup. And to be fair, the best cornerbacks in the world have had trouble covering Cooper Cup. But they trust him to be in the right spots. And Lenore will have time to develop. I, I think that what they found, what they've got right now with Ambry is found money. And yeah. 
they're fine right now, I think, at this point. So, um, well, then, then they even dropped Dante Johnson into uh, back to safety, too, right? Yeah, they they to safety. that's the, yeah. the versatility, right? Nickel outside, mm-hmm. everything he can do it all. That's the point that he's we're, there. We're right? really, we're really seeing how important it is to feel comfortable or ha- have Kyle Shanahan feel comfortable with you. It, yep. It's pretty important. Yep. Um, Julio, thank you for the donation again, man. Um, lol, I felt that boys, rookies do get better with reps, Elijah, Ambry, Trey, uh. Dallas ain't ready for us. And yes, great analogy about Eric. Yeah. Uh, look, again, um, Justin Smith did eat up a lot of double teams, but let's not discount how great Alden Smith was. We spoke mm-hmm. to Jaquaski Tart. Jaquaski Tart has been on record saying that Alden Smith is the best football player he's ever seen play ever at any point. And he used to whip Joe Staley routinely. And one doesn't necessarily correlate with the other, but right now, Nick Bosa is demanding that attention, and now Eric Armstead is on the inside playing in his natural position, getting those one-on-ones. So you got to kind of flip that. Uh-oh, HR is in here with the fire. Uh, Cowboys, yeah. Yeah. Cowboys soft like the lambs. That's it. That's yeah, it. that's, that's a better, way to, that. better yeah. way to word that. Better way to word that. There we go. Cow- Cow- Cowboys soft like the rams. Okay. Yeah. I, I hear you. They don't want to get punched in the mouth. They don't like it. I mean, I mean, look, they go through the tough battles against the Joe Judge New York Giants, man. Those guys are super tough, man. Oh, man. You got to face Jake Fromm and Daniel Jones, man. Oh, my goodness, man. Those those Cowboys are battle-tested, man. Goodness gracious. Well, and, and, and we'll get to the Cowboys Friday maybe in a second here. Uh, Jason, let's, let's get to three stars. I, I think it's no, about there's time. more defense to talk what, about. What, what else am I, what am I I'm looking at? It. What else am I missing? You give me a name. Look. Look, Aziz Lashire didn't play in this game. Dre Greenlaw yes. had a good game in this game. Dre Greenlaw missed tackles. Dre Greenlaw body slammed Cam Akers. A couple bad penalties. couple bad penalties. That's fine. First game back, he wants to make a play. Good. He's back. The 49ers are as healthy as they can be. And the concepts that I want them to run on defense are can happen with Dre Greenlaw as opposed to the secondary, right? You can run mm-hmm. man match with Dre Greenlaw because he's a former safety. And if he's as good in coverage as you guys tell me he is, then he should be able to run the same Fangio concept that I posted on my Twitter. Make sure you go ahead and check that out. Um, where they have the the, the safety drop in at a robber position and they switch off, that's man match. And yeah. Drake Greenlaw can do that. That can happen, right? If he's as good in coverage. But he played a good game in this game. Fred Warner, incredible. D'Amico Ryans was calling good blitzes at the right times. He played well. DJ Jones is still playing well. Jimmy Ward gave up one catch that I could see. And that was literally like the best throw that Matthew Stafford had all game. He had like two or three of them where I was just like, wow, that's an all world throw. Oh, that, that touchdown pass the cup. That one. And then the one to mm-hmm. hit me too on Thomas. Yeah. That was a beautiful throw. Nothing you could do yeah. about that. But defense deserves a lot of love. And yes, Andrew. Now we can get to three stars. Now we get to three. I, I didn't. I didn't know you were going to go with the Greenlaw route. I wasn't sure if we were going there because I saw he had a good game statistic wise. Uh, the penalties were were, were bombers, uh, so I wasn't sure if that's where you wanted to go with it. Uh, Jason, three stars. Time. This is hard. Man. Man, there's about fourteen honorable mentions. Um, you know what? I'm. I'll, I'll start. I know I'm kicking out somebody who's who's way more deserving. Uh, but as I said, I like to give my third star to somebody we haven't talked about, somebody who kind of deserves that recognition. I'm going to go Robbie Gold. Wow. I'm going to go Robbie and, Gold. And look, that's not ironic. I know that I give Robbie Gold a lot of crap because of what he makes. But punting the ball in that in that time, that's invaluable, what he just did. If anything, he just really sent up the fact that you should have never wasted a draft pick on a punter. Now this man can kick field goals and punt very well. I hope Mitch Wisniewski's good. Let's just let's just get that out there, you know, by the way, too. Concussion is nothing to mess around with or anything like that. Um, I don't know if Andrew froze um, or if he's just – all right, maybe he did. But Robbie Gold, um, man, I really want to make sure that you understand the importance of him flipping the field. And look – why can't we have the discussion that there should be one guy who can punt and kick field goals? Robbie Gold just did that off the cuff, out of nowhere. That's my point about the whole kicker-punter thing. Why is it that this guy can come in and do the job 
of the guy that you drafted in the fourth round, do we really need specialists? But shout out to Robbie Gold, man. Shout out to Robbie Gold. Because he held it down in a huge, huge uh, time right there. Um, D'Lo Fiasco, un- unsung hero on the D-line. DJ Jones, he's a beast. We agree, 100%. And uh, Jamaican boy, Aziz or Dre need to play versus Cowboys to stop the run or no W. They are both going to play in this game. I- I'm going to jump out yeah. on uh, – and Brett says, and do it barefoot, which is what um, all punters should be doing. Like, if you're not kicking – if you're kicking yeah. with a shoe – uh, I'm That's sure Jason got all the points. Uh, I'm sure Jason got all the points I wanted to get to. Uh, I figured out my issue. I was on Wi-Fi and not connected to my router. Uh, so I that rookie mistake. It's the postseason should be making those mistakes. But yeah, uh, Robbie Gold, five for five on field goals. He made two uh, and three being PATs. And then two punts for 90 yards. And that Mish- Wishnowski guy, you know, two punts for 85. Like it's kind of apples to apples there. So yeah, I, I just want to throw out Robbie Gold. Uh, just just because he, he was thrown in a situation he wasn't used to and he excelled. So that's my third star. Jason, go ahead, your third star. Juwan Jennings. Here it is. Way to way to uh pop up when you need it. He's been doing it in spurts, but to have it happen in the biggest moments, to have the Debo Samuel touchdown go to him, to have the game tying touchdown in overtime, the catch and run that put them already in scoring position shouldn't be lost on you. Juwan Jennings is budding right now in front of your eyes. And again, the 49ers still won in the sixth round. I mean, yell all you want about who they should have drafted in the first, second, third. Give them credit. When they get a guy in the fifth, sixth round or undrafted that ends up being a contributor, it all goes into the same basket and it's all sort of the same process. So Juwan Jennings is my third star, man. Keep balling, young man. Uh, Jawan Jennings was my third star, and then I knew you have him in there, so I want Robbie Gold. Oh, I mean, so. we're going to be good. No matter who you say, I'm going to say somebody different, and I don't think we're going to have – well, we might have the first star the same way. We might. I'm curious because I got my first star. I'm curious to see if we got it. I'm going to go second star, Debo Samuel. Um, oh, we don't have the first star. Now. All right, go for it. We don't have the same first star. Uh, Debo Samuel, I mean, he had the touchdown pass finally. Uh, eight rushing or eight rushing attempts, 45 yards a touchdown, uh, four receptions, 95 yards. I'd like to see any other receiver in the NFL do that. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, that's not a shot at Cup. That's not a shot at, at Jamar Chase. It's not a shot at anybody. It's just more I'd like to see another receiver do it. Wait, I think we are going to have the same first start. My second start is going to be a weak answer. Coaching staff. Okay, yeah. I'm... On both sides. I'm all for it. Both sides. Kyle Shanahan, D'Amico Ryans. Two things. You all didn't want Kyle to start Jimmy, but there's a reason Kyle wanted to start Jimmy, even on that thumb, and you saw it happen. And things did not go well early in the game because he's trying to figure out what he can get away with with Colton McKibbitts. The 49ers, we haven't mentioned this, the 49ers won this game without Trent Williams. Goodness gracious. I expect Trent Williams to play against Dallas also, by the way. Good luck, Dallas, whoever, that, that Texas boy. Good luck, buddy. Good luck. Trent Williams is playing. But Kyle Shanahan and D'Amico Ryans adjusting and figuring it out, you are lucky. And enjoy D'Amico Ryans while you have him. He'll be here one more year before he becomes a head coach. Kyle Shanahan defied all the odds. When it was 17-0, you all wanted him fired. You all wanted him to make a move. He did exactly what he wanted to do, and can you argue with the result? My second star is the coaching staff of the San Francisco 49ers. Keep going. I, th- I think that's the first coaching staff uh, star we've given out this year. We should probably keep track of these. Maybe next year we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, first star, say it. Three, two, one. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm Jimmy Garoppolo. And listen. You, you go. I, uh, I'm I'm sure people are going to be like the interceptions, the interceptions, whatever it is. Hey, that's a good three stars too. I like that three stars, Chris. Um, we we could talk about that all you want, but the season is on the line. He need he has a minute to go, eighty eight yards, no timeouts, and the mad lad got it done. 
he he throws the best ball we've seen to Samuel. He he hits Jennings. He hits Jennings for the touchdown. And and in overtime, he was just as good. And I know they didn't get the touchdown out of, out of it. Um, but man, it, it, to me, it's impossible not to give him the first star because the season was on the line and and he the Niners are still playing because of what he did. And that's just where it is with me. And, and, and I understand people are going to say the interceptions and your blah, blah, blah. And I'm just going to say the Niners are still playing despite those interceptions because of what Jimmy Garoppolo did. Man, man, what are you going to say about this man? Even the most ardent Jimmy hater. If you are sitting here and your team is in the playoffs now because of what Jimmy Garoppolo just did, and you can't even give this man at least a little bit of credit. Come on. Again, every single thing that you thought about him 72 hours ago that you didn't like is still valid today. Mm-hmm. But will you please give this man credit? Please. Oh, my goodness. Against all odds, 88 yards. I bet you 65% of 49er fans would have said this game's over. And if you looked at the Twitter timeline, they folded it up after that punt, which was the right decision, Kyle Shanahan. Yes. Oh, look. Kyle Shanahan punted. You all yelled, but you wanted to go for it on fourth and forever on the other side when you had three timeouts and you knew that the Rams were just going to run the ball and you would get a chance again. Nope. Oh, look. Look at you, coach. You started the guy with the bum thumb against the Rams in a must-have-it game. It didn't go well. You stayed the course, and guess what? You reap the benefits because you realize two things. The Rams will fold when put under pressure, and Jimmy Garoppolo, no matter what, in this must-win game, you trust him. And you never wavered on that. No. And he rewarded you. My goodness. Jimmy Garoppolo, if that's the last regular season start we see from you, and I believe it is, that is the most fitting way for you to go out. No. Because that game encapsulates your entire experience as a 49er fan and having you as a quarterback. That's it. And no disrespect to you, Jimmy. But what you just did was make a believer out of other teams. Look yeah. at that man yeah. against the whole odds with that messed up thumb. And look at what he just did. There's a GM. There's a coach. There's an organization that is sitting there looking at you like, hey, man, there it is. You see that? He's got that. So yep. you're not here to boost up trade value. You're here to continue your reputation of being a starting quarterback in this league and someone is buying into that and you know what you stamped it with that one you stamped it with that one you absolutely stamped it with that one the rams knew exactly what you wanted to do what you had to do couldn't do it couldn't stop it and you wound up you found a way to get it done listen man You can believe what you want about Jimmy Garoppolo. Your same criticisms 72 hours ago ring true today. Mm -hmm. But give that man his credit. And the 49ers do not win this game if he's not starting this week. That's it. Yep. And because he started this week, the San Francisco 49ers, they will play the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday. Uh, It's on a... The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I, I'm watching on Nickelodeon. I'm watching on. That's where I was going with this. It's on a plethora of channels. Most importantly, Nickelodeon. I wore the MVP shirt today uh, because the Nickelodeon game is the most important game of Wild Card Week, and that is a fact. They tried to put it one on Monday Night Football to make you think it wasn't, but it really is. Um, we're definitely watching on Nickelodeon. And I'm very excited. And Jason, we'll be back Friday, 5.30, same time. Uh, I hope to see uh, who Texas Texas Boys. Is that his name in the chat? I saw his but, name. But he's going to disappear like marketing pro when the, he when, is, when the, that's when okay. the Cowboys fold. But hey, like, I, hey. Come back. You're not Don Burr. Hey. Nobody's built like yeah, Don Burr. That's what I'm saying. That's what makes Don Burr so legendary is Don Burr was here. 
Thunberg is a part of 49ers. So, hey, Texas boy, if you come back Monday and the Niners win, we will have respect for you and we can't slander yeah. you anymore. We hope you're back. I would have, because I would have respect lo- for you if you pulled up on Monday. That's how yeah. I feel. Even like if you win, obviously you're going to pull up. But if you pull up and you lose, we're not going to slander you. Respect it. Where's marketing yeah. pro? Where's, Where's marketing, marketing pro? That's yes. whack. Where's Don Burr? Because we love him. Uh, Jason Don Burr pulls up every single stream. We love him. You know what, Texas boy? You could be a part of 49ers Twitter too, bro. You, you could be a legend. You could be a legend on these streets. Uh, Jason Aponte, we're going to get to talk about a playoff game on Friday. Oh, my goodness. Um, if you guys are new here, make sure you subscribe, like, upvote. Texas boy, like it. Uh, and if, and I, I feel like I don't advertise it enough. But, hey, if you uh, don't get a chance to listen to the live streams of this podcast, Make sure you go find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcast, Sprint Right Option podcast. You can download there and listen um, wherever you can get us. You know, we're, we're there. So, Jason, let's talk Friday. Let's have a fun week, as always. Let's go Niners. And Andrew Pasquini and Jason Aponte and everyone in here, you are the fans of a playoff team, and we are covering a playoff team. Can't believe it. Can't believe it. We'll see you guys Friday.